0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 12. We are looking at Mary, the mother of Jesus, and she has received word from an angel that she's going to be divinely pregnant. She runs as fast as she can 100 miles to visit her relative Elizabeth. And uh, yesterday was all about Elizabeth, and today is going to be all about Mary. We're going to study the Magnificat, uh, which is a famous section of Scripture, and you'll see why, because it's just so spectacular. And we have, we're have we not even going to crack it much today, because it's so uh, special. We're going to do verses 46 and 47 of Luke chapter 1. And uh, f- verse 46 says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. So we're going to talk about um, my soul magnifying the Lord. The first thought I had is that I have a soul. So I have the soul, the seat of personality, the seat of where my words come from, where my decisions are born out of, um, my thoughts, my worldview, my understanding, it's sort of a big piece of real estate inside my head and my heart. It's like this place where I sit, it's the center of my universe in a sense. And it's, uh, frankly, it's, uh, very, very large. Now here's my first thought about it is I didn't make my soul and in a sense I'm admiring my soul. It's a fantastic thing. But I don't say that arrogantly. I suppose that you could, you could end up with there. But for me, it ends up with, wait a minute. I have this fantastic soul that I didn't make. Where did I get it? That there's, there's a creator here that he has a, he has a stamp on my soul. And in it, he is going to make himself known to me. So my sort of admirable soul comes with a duty. And here, Mary. Chooses joy. Um, and my soul, like when we announce a new soul, uh, a child, it is a big deal. You, oh, you're pregnant! It's fantastic. And then when we lose the soul, at least we lose it here. It's like, oh man, what a what a grief. Or like if a ship sinks and they say, well, how many souls were aboard? There were hundreds of people aboard that ship. So having a soul in in my direction leads me to that he made me for relationship he put eternity in my heart as it says in ecclesiastes and with the soul there's this there's a choice and there's a will and and there's a purpose now why am why does my soul have purpose uh it is and that is because i am purposed that i am designed that he has a that he proposed me and therefore I have this duty of this this purpose that I owe so it i did not happen by accident the other thought about my soul is that it's going to be eternal now it's not going to be eternal here on this particular planet it's going to change location but it's not going to change its essence so if you don't like your soul Polish it up a little bit, you're going to be with it for a while. All right, second thing about this is that it magnifies the Lord. Now, we have a choice here, and that is to make the Lord bigger, to magnify something that is already big, extol it, make our boast in, and speak well of it. Now, I wonder... Uh, we have an internal speaking well of, and we have an external speaking well of. And I wonder of, of perhaps why we don't speak well of the Lord on the outside. We don't witness or are uh, ashamed is because how we fail to magnify the Lord on the inside. I think the outside will reflect the inside. So as we make God bigger... And I don't mean bigger bigger than he is, like take something small and make it big. I think we're trying to actually right-size God, make him as big as he is. Uh, In that sense, we get a little bit smaller. The size difference uh, happens. So I said earlier that my soul... It's a big deal to me. It's the universe that I, it's the throne that I sit on, so to to speak. And as I magnify the Lord, he gets bigger. He gets right-sized and then I get right-sized. So this thing that occupies this large part of me, uh, as I magnify the Lord, I get smaller and he gets bigger. So both end up with a size uh, difference. And don't think you're alone in this. I'm doing this. You're doing this. True believers throughout histories have been doing this. Um, Mary says she's going to be overshadowed by this. Um, I was thinking of this verse in Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. And I think that's a tendency. If we don't do this, we start thinking how great I am. How how big I am. So let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts, boast in this. So you are supposed to boast. Make something bigger. Here it is. That he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord who practices. And then he's going to describe himself. Hesed, steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. So I think the Lord delights in all his wonderful characteristics, but I think it also says that he delights in being known and understood. And then Mary finishes that first sentence, says, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. My spirit, again, another euphemism for the soul, I think it says the same thing. And, I, and she decides what she's going to do with it today. So she magnifies and she rejoices. She makes joy. And, and she calls the Lord her Savior. Why? Because the Lord's be on a rescue mission for our fallen and anger and lustful and greed and slothfulness. So Mary, this delightful young girl, chooses what to do with her soul. And we get to do it today as well. So we have a soul. We have agency. Let's magnify the Lord and microtize ourselves. For those of you who are regular early morning listeners, I'm going to be traveling over the next couple weeks, so be patient with when the podcast may drop. Thank you for listening all. I'll see you tomorrow. Magnify the Lord in the meantime.